Hey, everybody. Appreciate you guys tuning in for episode three of Talking Buckets Podcast. Here we've got Tim Daniel today joining us. What's up, Tim? Hey, man. Thanks for having me again. We, uh, yeah, appreciate you coming on again. Um, we're going to just uh, catch up on some muskies talk, what Tim's been up to, uh, and what pisses Tim off about fans. Um, I guess it was that NKU fan base that, that had him riled up. Thank you guys for appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in. Hey everybody, welcome into episode three of the Talking Buckets podcast. Today I'm joined by guest again, Tim Daniel. What's up, Tim? I, uh, I'm your first repeat guest in your three episodes, so I must be doing something right. Exactly, man. And, uh, no, uh, we're, we're, we're kicking it off here and um, going to talk about kind of what we've seen from these muskies, uh, the new guys and the recruiting classes. Tim, what do, what have you been up to and uh, what have you thought of this, this team and uh, what, are, what are your initial thoughts on 298? All right, so what have I been up to? Uh, I'm just kind of getting ready for the season. I've been uh, back in the gym, just kind of busting my ass because I don't want to be a heavy reporter when the season starts again. Um, but not no, you got well, you recently just got an injury, man. You're out, aren't you out now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got like really bad shin splints, which sounds so wuss bag, I know, but <laughs> like I'm actually embarrassed to like re- like say it, but yeah, it, it's like. The worst like pain I felt in my legs like in a long time, and I have knee problems that I've had since I was a kid. Those um, are no joke, man. Yeah, six months. So I've been uh, kind of training, getting ready for that. Um, playing a lot of two K and getting ready for forty eight minutes. Uh, we got like one more goof off week of episodes, and then it's time to get into full season gear. So big two K guy. Yeah, big two K guy, man. Uh, big big two K guy that just came out last week. So I've been playing a lot of that. So that answers that question. Um, what? You said okay, okay. So Wait, what, what, what initial thoughts on two K? I just need to get like, who have you, who have you got to delve with so far? So I like everyone. I tried out the Lakers just so I can see what this like LeBron AD pick and roll is like, and it's gross. It's disgusting how good it is. <laughs> is that why you texted me today that AD's gonna have a big year? Was that after you won in two K? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I thought that regardless, but um, you know, like normally when I play two K, I kind of play through the guards. Like they got, you know, yeah. like, and unless you play with LeBron, of course, because you can do everything with them. I've never ever played with like guy on the block and kind of been like the guy I run my offense through. But when you play with Anthony Davis, like I didn't play a ton with him when he was in New Orleans. I played a lot with him in my team. Uh, when yeah. you play with Anthony Davis in 2K, like you run your team through him and it's nearly unstoppable. <laughs> Did he so long and quick? And yeah. Jump. And of course, I tried out the Pelicans like everyone because I want to see all the young guns. And Zion, of course, is a dunk machine, so. Isn't you throw him a lob? I have with Lonzo, and it was, <laughs> you know, like league pass. My I just got my notice. My league pass renews October 9th. so I'm like, okay, oh, we're, we're getting the close, yeah. and I'm going to the Bulls game yeah. in Indy October 11th. League league pass is it's it's hefty, but it's worth it every time. Yeah, it's like so we split it between our network. Am I allowed to say that? Or is like, uh, is the NBA going to hear this and be like, oh, do you? <laughs> Um, if, if you don't split league pass, I don't know what you're doing, man. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Like, $200 out of pocket for yourself is insane. Um, yep. So, uh, in regards to the team. Yeah, uh, well, no, what have you seen from the new guys, particularly the, uh, the seven newcomers, man? 
Yeah, seven newcomers that fit in really well with the guys at State, honestly. Like, it seems like everyone kind of counters each other really well. Um, so we went to a, I went to a couple practices, like we talked about in your last episode, where we kind of got to see, like, these guys show off their athleticism, they show off their skill sets, and just a lot of things to like. Um, yep. I know, I think when we talked on your last show, we talked a ton about Damir Bishop and just how amazing of an athlete he is and how you're, like, wondering how he got out of Philadelphia without another offer. Right. Um, right. So, you know, and then we got some Spain games, and I thought in Spain um, they kind of went through everything. So the first game, you know, they were hot in the first quarter. They were hitting threes. The second game, you know, the second quarter they kind of cooled off, and they had to find their way through, like, the rest of, the, the rest of that. Um, right. So that was, right. you know, that kind of told you, like, okay, these guys can – kind of deal with you know can weather the storm if it happens um the second mm-hmm. game they were down big if you remember in the first quarter like for a bit there and yeah they were yeah, yeah. they just caught fire and they were doing everything and they're so fast and athletic i think the third then the second game yeah the, the bench is cleared for a second there yep um, yep well, yeah i remember i was actually in the atp media room and bomb headed on and he was like dude they just had a brawl i was like what <laughs> so I, I missed I missed the fight I missed like the little scuffle but no I heard about it something about Cincinnati sports teams and brawls this year it's just you know right dude I miss that's why I miss Queen <laughs> and uh, then uh, uh, I mean Aquino's been pretty great he's been fun to watch but uh, and then of course the third game you know you kind of just saw like they were hitting shots they were really kind of consistent they're the way that they ran up and down the court was just so different than last year you can tell Travis is kind of getting what he wants from this team um, this yeah, he's, he's got yeah. athletes everywhere. Yeah, and like, I mean, yeah, I mean, how did even like Fremantle? Like, I I thought he was gonna be, I didn't think he was gonna be stiff coming in as a freshman, but I didn't think he was gonna look as fluid as he does, kind of getting up and down and just moving like on offense. And I mean, he hit a three pointer that um, I mean, it was pretty clean. Uh, the shot looks good. Kind of looks confident. I mean, he's he looks impressive. I, would you be surprised if he saw what? I mean, how, how many minutes would you guess? I'm getting this year. So I've been trying to figure this out because I think we laid this out. The starting five is more than likely going to be Q, Paul, Najee, Jason Carter, Tyreek. I think everyone yeah. kind of feels that's the case. And then after that, you know, Bryce Moore, he's going to play a lot. Um, I think yeah. Zach Fremantle's maybe going to be the next guy because Kiki and Demir are going to be kind of splitting minutes. Um, you think they're going to be splitting them even? I think the way both – because Kiki's a more well-rounded player, so I think Kiki will probably get – when I say split, I don't mean it's like 50-50. I think Kiki right. will still get a handful more minutes more than Damir just because he's a little bit more well-rounded and Damir's still figuring out the defensive side of the ball. Uh, but that's not to say I don't think Damir's going to play because he is going to play. He's going to be a huge part of this offense, and he's going to be a huge part of this team. So, Yeah, I don't know. He'll be a part of this team this year. I don't know if he'll play a huge part, but, I mean, Damir will play a role. I just He needs to put on weight for sure. I think. He, but if he can put on like 10 to 15 pounds within by like December – yeah. Or something like, dude. Then, then he's then he's legit because I think on defense, like even in practice, you could see like when the Bryce Moore versus Najee, a little more physical, get up get up into him and not, really frustrated Najee. When Najee had Demir on him, he was able to push him around a little and like just that like that's the difference right there though is just that extra weight I think. But if then Dobbier puts yeah. muscle on. He might be Xavier's Dangadel. <laughs> exactly. Dude. Dude, he's gonna be really good, really yeah, good. It's I agree. just, it's a, it's a, it's a matter of time with Demir Bishop. So, in regards to Fremantle, I do think he'll play. Um, obviously, the person who would probably could potentially take minutes from him besides Deontay Miles is Daniel Ramsey, who 
we didn't get to see it all due to an off-season injury. Um, I haven't heard any reports about practice since they started practicing again since they got back from Spain. I know they're back in the gym. Um, but it seems like by the way the team, the staff is talking, everyone sounds like not. Yeah, Naj has been killing our practice, but yeah. Yeah, it sounds like that's, they expect Ramsey to be healthy for training camp and for the season. That's yeah. We'll see. With, I don't know. It just he worries me a little bit with his with his health. Well, I would like to see him get healthy, but I guess his his knee has been bothering for. It's been like a there's a history of it. Yeah, um, you know, like you mentioned, uh, the other guy to go to Deontay Miles, who everyone is raving about. I mean, there wasn't a moment that I wasn't excited about what he was doing at practice or in the Spain games. Um, you know, his Deontay, shoulder, yeah. his shoulder looks fully healed. You know, like obviously mm-hmm. he healed. It, he did play his full senior year. Um, so I'm, you know, I I can't imagine Nate that you know it's going to be an easy decision if the to redshirt him. I I can't see him not being right. part of the roster. You think Ramsey redshirts, maybe? Potentially. I think right I think now. Ram- yeah, I think why, like, just get healthy and just get strong. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But, I, I mean, Deontay Miles, I think that's almost – at this point, I feel like it's almost like he's going to play. Like what Travis Steele even said, like he brings an, uh, he brings an element that no nobody else on the roster can bring. He moves well. Like he has the baby hook like we, we watched in Spain. Like he can catch on the block mm-hmm. and that like get the sixth – footer or whatever it is maybe eight footer away and just over one shoulder i mean that's not that's not something that every big can do i mean we've seen plenty that came that's not a given so as a freshman to have that and then he's i mean yeah he missed some free throws in spain but his strength is not like bad we'll see if he i mean i think his his uh ceiling is very high yeah i agree man i'm looking forward to it obviously he is literally an exit down. He grew up an exit down from my house, so it's yeah, easy. To, it's easy to pull for a local kid, let alone a, uh, a a kid that's going to play for the school that you're covering. So, did you watch him in high school? I did. Yeah, I went to a couple Walton Verona games. Um, so Grant Brannon, who was his high school coach, his brother's John yeah. Brannon, who's now the coach at the University of Cincinnati. Um, so I went down to a couple of their games, talked to Grant a couple times, um, and so. You know, obviously having the interest in Deontay, because Deontay, yeah. if I remember correctly, he was down to Xavier and North and NKU, Northern Kentucky, where his brother was the head coach and where he's at now. So, obviously, you know the two schools that I'm that I cover, I had to kind of keep an eye on him. So, that's funny. No, that's cool. That's a cool story. Um, I didn't know. If, that's cool. You guys kind of go back a little bit with him. Um, he's, yeah, I don't know. He was a, kind of like a diamond in the rough, I guess. I mean, nobody really knew about him and. He, I mean, he was kind of the six, talk of camp, really, man. Like six eleven, he was the talk. I mean, his story went from like for sure redshirt project, like needs like a lot of work, like really wasn't even much. Talk. I, I didn't see a ton of talk about his skill set. Um, I watched like a couple highlights, and I'm like, he looks skilled. Like I mean, he looks a lot more skilled than I'm hearing. Like no hype around him, and and then also now you see after he's been battling with Tyreek and stuff, and uh, playing in Spain, and coaches have seen what he's done in practice. Now he might. He might be State somebody that can get he minutes. He twelve shots in a game. <laughs> that's hey, twelve shots. That's in a game, uh, not in a yeah, week. Th- in a game. Let's go bear stuff. Yeah, tell that oh, to Miles Turner. Fun. Right, or to Donovan Mitchell. Man, he was he got his own teammate a couple times. I know. Um, Miles Turner, though, you see, how he's tweeted. He didn't want anybody to hate on him. Yeah. USA. Yeah, man, you you guys. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get to that, we can get to that, but I know you want to talk more Xavier. Right. No. Um, one thing I want to touch on is everybody's been 
been the hot topic around on Twitter and on Instagram. Everything is is Ben Carlson. Yeah, sounds like he, yeah, sounds like he might commit, man. I don't know. What yeah. do you think? I yeah, it, <laughs> it seems to be that way. It seems like you know from what down the Parkway told us. Um, what what what, the, what what do you mean? What did Down the Parkway tell us? Apparently, Down the Parkway said the visit went very well. Shout out Down the Parkway. It's a great Instagram account if you're a Xavier fan. Um, Appreciate that. <laughs> Wait, you run that? <laughs> Dude, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, yeah, I just started it up like three weeks ago. It's, we're trying to get it off the ground. It's doing well, man. It's really doing really well. I've been enjoying it. Um, Appreciate so, that. So, yeah, so Ben was kind of, I know Stanford was one of the schools that was on his list. They just got a power forward. Um, yep. K- Kentucky today got a four-star power forward. So, yeah, yeah it, it seems more or less like Ben Carlson and Xavier are kind of the best fit. You know, the, the whole staff went to watch his, watch him play a little pickup from what I remember. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, he would be really good with this team, especially it seems like they're getting the pieces they need as far as Dwan Odom kind of seems like the leader of that group. He's the super athletic, can do a lot of things. I know he's been described in the past as a bulldozer getting into the paint. Um, Jones yeah. Jones is really like still getting out, getting better and better offensively, but his defensive game is pretty high already at that level. Um, uh, one thing about Odom is I, I saw Snow said that he finishes at the rim about at the same level as Gooden finished that in high school. I would I don't know. I feel like Odom is a I, mean, I want to say like a, a lot better finisher, but like isn't he a lot better finisher? I don't know. It, like he just looks like he's more diverse in his finishing, like. Quentin Gooden, one thing he hasn't developed like a mid-range float, like anything that is soft off the rim. He kind of, um, Odom just looks a little more skilled. But what do you think from him, just from seeing what you've, what you've uh, watched him? Yeah, I mean, I've seen all the I've seen all the empty gym highlights where he's throwing it off the gym wall and dunking it between his legs. And I watched him shoot a little <laughs> bit at a Xavier practice. Um, yeah, how about how do he look there? I mean, he wasn't shooting in flip-flops, so... Oh, that, man, you can't take that with yeah. a grain of salt. I, I can't stand... No, that's funny. He wasn't really I, I was leaving like, the ground. Shooting? <laughs> that's funny. Um, you can't take that seriously. But, you know, all the highlight reels are pretty impressive. I mean, two years in a row, Xavier's going to have a point guard that was... I mean, a guard that they recruited that got featured on Bleacher Report CBB with a crazy dunk, so... No, yeah, he's going to... One of them super athletic. I mean, he... Quentin just like Quentin is obviously very athletic. Yeah. I just don't feel like he's learned how to use it yet. Like, like I think one thing Odom will do that'll stand out will be drawing fouls. I mean, Quentin Gooden for having the forty-five inch vertical leap, like he doesn't use the paint as like a launch pad very much to like dr- go into big men and kind of draw contact. I feel like Odom has the knack and he will like he's gonna take it to the guy's chest well, and you know get to the line. I, I don't know. I agree with you, Nate. I do, but I think too you got to look at perhaps like. Throughout Q's first three years at Xavier, he really hasn't had the score. I mean, if you think about his freshman year, he was on a team that went to the Elite Eight with Trayvon, with Malcolm Bernard, with J.P. Makira. Um, his sophomore year, he had Trayvon and J.P. They were a one seed. They ran their offense through Trayvon. Um, and then last year, you know, he probably should have scored more than he did, but I um, mean, 11 points a game to go with two other guys that scored 11 points a game. Three guys, sorry, between Tyreek, Paul, and Najee. You know, they've kind of split the ball a lot more in his time at Xavier than, like, point guards before him you know like d davis had guys he could score with yeah but d davis was a guy that really at times they really ran their team through him right no that's fair i guess he just wasn't as um efficient as i thought he might be. i agree i agree right 
He's been, but, I mean, I think he's too, like, he led the team in assists last year for a game. Um, I think that that's going to go up this year with how much more firepower they have. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, I think he just needs to bring his field goal percentage up a little bit, just take better shots. I mean, then he'll be, because I mean, he, he's going to be a big part of his offense. I mean, he's going to play 30 minutes a game. He had that, like, 12, I think it was 12-9-9 against Detroit Mercy this year. Right. Yeah. No, he can, if, if he plays within himself and he just, he'll be, I mean, yeah, we need him to play well. And, I mean, because Scruggs, you, what do you think Scruggs is going to do big? Yes. Have a big, have a big year? Yes, yeah. I do. He's, he's not being talked about enough, I feel like. I 100% agree with you. And, by the way, I had yeah. it wrong. Q averaged 4.8 assists game last year. Um, You know, I was off just a little bit. But. Oh, oh good. Paul had stretches last year before Najee found that stride, like during the during February. I, yeah. Well, yeah, end of February ish. Paul was their best player for a little, quite a while there in the season. Yeah. You know, um. So I think that you know Paul kind of expects himself to be the best player, and you know, like we talked about in your last episode, from what we saw in that in that last practice where they went overseas, Paul is taking stuff out of his bag we haven't seen him do yet. And yeah. he was really unleashing a lot of in practice, like turnaround fadeaways, and you know he has that though. Like that's he, that might I feel like that yeah he's gonna post up anybody almost that's gonna be guarding him, and he just he is so long man, and he's so big now. He looks like we were saying watching him get into Spain. Like Tyreek looks like he's maybe six six at times six seven, but I mean him and I get him in with the headbands on. I get him and Scruggs mixed up sometimes. Like Scruggs is huge. His arms are massive. Yeah, and if you remember, they lost the Providence here. Big time they lost the Providence this year by two at Centos, and Paul had the last shot. Um, I've watched that shot a few times, and when it leaves his hand, I think it's going in every time. Like, it's yep. you know, so like he's that's kind of what he expects from himself. He kind of expects to be big moment Scruggs, yep. and I think he's gonna have opportunity to do it this year. I think you know, you and I have discussed the possibility of Najee being a dark horse Big East Player of the Year candidate with guys like Miles Powell, and Marcus Howard. Um, but I think Scruggs uh, 28. Yeah. Scruggs 28 versus Nova was the stadium game. I felt like, dude, that game was like the most fun game I've ever worked in my career. And that includes being at Notre Dame versus USC in a football game. That includes, you know, covering, covering NITs. I mean, like, <laughs> I hear you. That's no, that game was amazing. That was a fun game. It was fun game. It was, but yeah, no Scruggs. I think he'll be big time. Um, what, anyway, back, back to the kind of recruiting class. What were you um, – Kobe Jones now, C.J. Wilcher, Juan Odom. What were you, you – I, I cut you off when you got to no, Juan Odom. Good, um, what were you, what were you kind of um, – did you expect Steele to kind of hit it off this, this uh, heavy coming in or what? Yes. Yes, I did. Um, I thought – you know, like I know that this – this crew that came in, um, you know, the Tandys and those guys, you know, Tandy Bishop, a lot of that was kind of left over from Chris Mack. But Travis was really, like, you know, one of the top recruiters for that staff uh, when Chris was there. So I thought it was pretty easy that he could just kind of, if he helped build that pipeline, I thought he'd be the guy to seal it. And so far you've seen a lot of that, man. Um, you know, especially 2020, like you said, like, I don't know. I can't tell you how long they've been scouting Kobe Jones. I mean, I don't have that answer for you. But it seems like it was like immediately as soon as that offer went in, there was interest. It didn't seem like it was like, oh, yeah. boy, I got an offer from Xavier. You know what I mean? Right. No. I mean, 
Jonas Hayes has been connected um, pretty heavily just down south. I feel like that was just a perfect hire for, for what Steele needed. And, I mean, just, he, getting Dwan Odom was a big part of it. And then he kind of turned into a recruiter yeah. himself. So just the whole thing has been kind of impressive. Dwan's been uh, the sounds, recruiter. <laughs> He's been like the lead recruiter for what people are saying. If, if Carlson commits, I mean – that's that's a pretty impre- impressive resume, I feel like, for uh, a kid that hasn't even been on campus yet. Yeah, because I know, like, I think other than him, they're looking at, like, I mean, really, they've got a bunch of the guys they really wanted. I mean, I know that, you know, I think they're still in the market for Karen Main, but if they get Ben Carlson, they need Karen Main, you know what I mean? Like, I know right. Karen Main's a different I mean, position. I mean, yeah, different position, very good player. No, yeah, he's going to be, I, I've, I've read that he might not even go play college, but. I've read that see. too. Yeah. I'm, he, I like his game though. Um, Carlson, uh, Bridges committed. Bridges committed to West Virginia uh, since last time we recorded. Yeah, um, which we that was kind of like we always felt it was Carlson or Bridges. Right, and Bridges, I like his game a lot. It was crazy that he's reclassified to this to this upcoming year now, West Virginia. Um, like, I don't know if that was part of the deal or what, but um, I felt like the players themselves recruited Carlson. Uh, harder than I saw them recruiting Bridges like via social media and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much to look into that, but even like, yeah, just I saw a lot of Xavier fans and players and whatever. Can we talk uh, about that real quick? Yeah. Okay. Xavier fans. Actually, any fan of any sports college program in, in the world. <laughs> don't tweet at recruits. Don't tell them to go to your favorite school. It's weird. It's considered technically by the NCAA a booster. You're a grown you're a grown human being. These kids are 16, 17 years old. Don't do it. Just don't do it. It's weird. Oh my gosh. That is even if what about if you have a burner account and you just like tweet from like on basic like Xavier Musketeers so, or whatever. Does Xavier have a Brian Colangelo in the fan base? Plenty of them, I feel like. There's a lot of accounts that just like but that's cool, like do your thing. It does not Well regardless like, yeah. Don't tweet at recruits. I got you. No, I hear you. It's it is. A, it's weird. It's been a thing. It's, it's been a thing for a while now, dude. It's worse in football. So like when I covered Notre Dame, every year on signing day in football, we literally had to put a thing out that said like this is our friendly reminder: tweeting recruits is considered a booster by the NCAA term, so don't do it. That's funny. Dude, that that is. It really is just like how weird like social media is, though. It's kind of creepy, is, don't you think? It is. What it, it, is it equivalent like tweeting at a player to come is one thing. Is what about leaving comments on their Instagram? Like, what do you think about that? Like, if they visit and they put up a jersey pic, like, commenting like whatever. What do you think about that? To me, I wouldn't do it. Um... I just kind of like, I guess because I've been covering college sports for a decade now, nearly. I, right. th- I think in terms of like... I'm not talking about, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, you I've, seen, right. you know, I've seen schools around the area where, not to name names, where like guys have posted their, their jersey, like had a great visit at school XYZ University, and their fans right. are like, yeah, that jersey looks really good on you. That's weird. That's weird. <laughs> I'm, de- I'm just dying over here. That's- Dude, that is. I agree. That we. I feel like my brother shares that opinion. Every time he sees that, he always has a comment about it. It's not that I don't love Xavier fans. I think they're great. They have been so good to me as some like nobody reporter who started this little podcast network with his friends and got credentialed. 
and got fortunate to be credentialed, they've all been really nice to me. They've been like really kind, and I've had a lot of fun talking with them and interacting with them, but I just can't do it. Like, I know for us, you know, we work in the media part of this, so we can, you know, we do put stuff out there like, hey, you know, Kobe Jones is on campus this week. That's fine. That's fine. That's giving news. It's when it's like, hey, Kobe Jones is on campus this week. He should really sign with Xavier. That's when it's like, don't, don't do that. Just, just let it be. <laughs> let, let Travis Steele and staff do their thing. You guys don't have to join in. I, I'm not even. I, I wonder if, if players even like that. Like when they, I don't even know. I mean, players obviously they like when they put up an Instagram and they get a lot of comments. But oh, I don't. Sure, man. Like yeah. it was really cool. Like uh, the Zach Harvey moment when they played Marquette. Like in the whole arena was chanting for him. Like. That was neat, you know. It was like, it was a cool atmosphere. It was a great moment. They lost the game. He didn't go to Xavier. It worked out for both schools. I mean, for both programs. So he's gonna no, get that, pretty bad across town this year. That's gonna be an interesting thing. But just like I'm so weird that he didn't even have like it didn't seem like he had a bunch of connections to Cincinnati, and then the two schools he looks at are like three miles apart from each other. I'm just. Yeah, cause um, I remember when he first visited Xavier. The thing like I was hearing was like Gonzaga. Gonzaga really wants him. And I was like, Gonzaga? Yeah. And then right. it was like Kansas. He, do you remember that? It was gonna, Kansas for a yeah, minute? Yeah, I do. I do remember that for sure. He's going to be good, man. He's going to be good. I, I know. Um, so did you see today, um, I think it was Jeff Borzella from ESPN. I think that's his name. If I butchered it, I'm, I'm sorry, Jeff. I got the Jeff part right. He did his... Um, <laughs> you know, his typical way too early top 25 and Xavier's 20th. And he actually mentioned there, the more you see from this program, this off season, the more you like them. And I think I agree with that. Um, on his next group, his like five, this his five, his first five out, he has Cincinnati at 30. So like, you know, our group text, you and me and Donnie Menke, we had that conversation the other day of like, how close is UC Xavier going to be? And Donnie is like, whatever the spread is, take double the spread. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I've seen both teams practice. Like, Jaron Cumberland is still a walking bucket. Javen Cumberland is a good defender. Zach Harvey's on the team, and he's going to play. And I John like Trey Brand's Scott. a great coach. And, yeah, Trey Scott's really good. And so, I like Trey Scott. Yeah, I he's think been putting be work a, in. I think it's going to be a good game. Like, would I be shocked if Xavier won by double digits? No. Do I think that's going to be happen? No. But, no. one. Yeah, I feel like – Welcome Xavier to podcasting, is, Nate. Nothing makes sense. Right. We just ramble. That's that's the truth. But I think Xavier has more than what UC has for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just do. I, yeah, just, I don't know. Especially with Jason is. Jason Carter. I mean, that was a huge addition. One that we haven't really talked about a ton. Jason but he's Carter obviously going to play a major. When he was at Ohio. Yeah, like, he's, he was. He's going to play a major role on this team. And he's uh, he's like a point. He's, he's kind of a point forward, I feel like. He, but he likes that. He like, loves the face up. Take his man off the dribble. Um, he likes to get it and go off the rebound. It's just gonna, it's gonna be um, fun to watch him with these uh, these athletes around him. The other thing and, too is, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. Um, I don't think that they have anyone that can hang with Tyreek Jones this year. You know, Nazir Brooks transferred. He went to Miami. Right. So it's like. Who like and all that they have tall players that like obviously are gonna be bigger in stature, but they're not as physical as Tyreek. So like I think Tyreek's gonna have his True. day in that in the paint right. in that game, which is way thing far on Tyreek, ahead. Right, we're, we're looking way too far ahead. One thing on Tyreek is I was looking at Instagram today, and I looked at a picture of him in like 2017 versus today, mm-hmm. like or like recent pictures, 
it is just I got I'm gonna put a picture like a uh, picture on the gram or something on down the just parkway. Just to show you, yeah. Down the Would park. you follow? Uh, yeah, you guys should definitely follow down the parkway. Um, but yeah, I gotta put a picture up. Like he has changed. He does, he looks like a different person. Yeah, he does, man. It's great. Yeah, it's interesting. Hey, while it's on topic, let's play a little game real quick before we shut this podcast down. Oh I wanted to play a game with you guessing the players' weights. The, the roster's up. The schedule's up on the website. Um, I want to see how, how well you know these guys' height. All right, let's just go with – I'll tell you their heights. you got to guess the weights. I'm going to be really bad at this, so hopefully none of the players are listening to this so they don't, like, ignore me on media day. <laughs> I'm interested to see how this goes. All right, Daniel Ramsey. Really bad. Daniel Ramsey is 6'9". How much, how much does he weigh? Is he how much is he listed? Wow, 233. Right on the – it's right there. Okay. Scrugg, Scruggs is listed at 6'4". 6'4". He was like 6'2 six six last year, wasn't he? I thought he was like, yeah. I was going to say, did he grow an inch this year? I thought they had him listed at 6'3 last year. Is he like 185? 6'10 wingspan weighs 196. I'm not doing not, too bad. 11 pounds isn't bad, no. Demir Bishop, 6'5". 163. <laughs> 178. Okay. 163? Man, dude, that is... That's is a little that a guy. Thin? He is very... No, he is thin. 178 is what they have him at. Uh, Quentin Gooden, 6'4". 6'4". Six 6'4". Four. Six four. I'm going to say 195. Dang, 194. Okay, I'm not... All right, so... Ty- 304, Tyreek, okay. Tyreek is 6'9". What do you think he weighs? And I don't believe this weight. I don't think this is accurate. Do they have him at like 245? They have that, dude. That's cool. they have at two thirty nine. I think he's two twenty five. I think he might he be two thirty. Yeah, two thirty. Yeah, two four. They don't. They have him at two thirty nine. He just looks slim. Um, that's slim. He's still cut. He's still huge. He's still ripped. But he just—if you would have seen him from freshman or sophomore year—I feel like he was twenty pounds heavier. Um, Bryce Moore six three. Running back, feel like a running back. I was gonna say, like he's literally built like a running back. So like, one ninety, one ninety four. Him and they have him and Gooden at the same, I believe. Yeah, same one ninety four. I'd be curious Ooh. to see how much of this is muscle. Especially no, I see Marsh, Bryce Moore. Yeah. Right, Bryce Moore. Yeah, he is. He's gonna be a lot. Yeah, excited to see what he does off the bench. Um, Ontario's James is six seven. And Mar- Marshall is six seven two. Hit both of those. All right. So Ty- to Dontarius James, I'll say two thirty five, and Najee I'll say two twenty. Wow. Najee is two twenty, and Dontarius is two twenty eight. I got one on the ball. That's 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 impressive. Deontay Miles six eleven. Is it above two? <laughs> it is above two. Is it two twenty six? No, two oh eight. Okay, he, oh, he, I made him better than he is. I apologize, Deontay. They have they have him listed twelve pounds lighter than Najee. That's it. Six eleven. And he doesn't uh, have any six, muscle yet. So when he gets muscle, that's no. gonna be scary. Six two Kiki Tandy. Six two Kiki Tandy. One eighty one. One ninety. He's 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 pretty filled out. Man. Yeah. Uh, one ninety though. Six two. He's he's a little he's a little bulldozer himself. Um. Jason Carter, 6'8". 215. 227. He's a big boy. They got 
then uh, Zach Fremantle, 6'9". 233? 225. Just two pounds. He's the same. He's one inch taller than Carter, but he's two pounds less. So the old one, I was Late, super... We got, hey, we got one more, one more. Leighton Schrantz. So you're like 165? <laughs> no, 166. <laughs> <laughs> so he's the only guy on the team that probably has the same shoe size as me. Probably. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He also got a Scully. Did he? Is he on scholarship this year? I believe he's on scholarship this year. I, I apologize. I did not know that. I must have missed that tweet or something. Um... No, this is a uh, that was a fun game. Uh, good, appreciate you coming on the podcast. And um, of course, man. One thing I wanted to, in, in this Charleston thing, uh, this tournament we're playing in, how hyped would you be to see Florida? I would love it, man. Um, I think that you know Florida's definitely the best team in the tournament, uh, but I don't think yep. Xavier's as far behind as the college basketball rankings say they are. I think Florida's the top five team. Xavier's number twenty right now. Um, I think talent-wise, they're pretty close. Obviously, Florida having a guy like Kerry Blackshear is going to probably put them over a little more. Um, yeah. You know, to go along with their really, really talented recruiting class they brought in. But would it actually and shock it, you if Xavier won that game? I don't think so. They, I mean, they have Andrew Nemhard, who's very good uh, Canadian. He's another guard that I like. Trey Mann, Scotty Lew- like they're, they're loaded. They um, are. They're Trey loaded. Mann's gross. Scotty Lewis is still, Trey Mann's super smooth. Yeah. Um, Kerry Blackshear, obviously, uh, grad student, fifth year. Um, dude, I don't know. It would, it would, it would, I don't know if it would surprise me if they won, but it would be a very good win. Yeah, I it think would it'd be, be an awesome big game. Big time win. I think yeah. Charleston really is not the most impressive bracket, but it's I not. Think... That's, that's, the, that's why I only brought up Florida. It's not a very impressive field, I feel like. Yeah, because UConn, I think UConn's another couple years away from, uh, from Dan Hurley kind of getting his program. And then with Towson, I think is who Xavier plays the first game. Yep, and I think I, so. Yeah, I think, I, mean, uh, yeah. I think we'll be all right there. Yeah, it's just not. But nonetheless, I'm going to be there. I'm going to go. You're going to. Are you going to go? I am currently. I just sent my email out for credentials. Nice. I actually need to do the same. I was. I just looked that up the other day. Cool. I need to. I need to do the same. All right. Cool. Appreciate you podcasting with me. We will uh, catch you up another time. Hey, uh, this hey, is, this is This is Nate. Tim, check up later. What's your Twitter handle? At TimDaniel518. You can check out 48 Minutes Network. Boom. All right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.